Philadelphia Flyers hockey. Hey there, Flyers fans, and welcome to another episode of Case of Casey Cakes, a Philadelphia Flyers podcast. Uh, I'm Mike Letterer. I'm joined with my co-host and good buddy, Matthew Carey. How you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? Oh, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. We still got about 11 minutes left until the trade deadline, and Simmer, the Wayne train, as of right now, is still a flyer. Um, there's been... Talks about Toronto and Nashville being some of the front runners, but I do not believe they're willing to give up what the Flyers are asking, and that would be a prospect and a first-round pick for the next for next year's draft. Um, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I, I just uh, incarcerated Bob on Twitter put out that that apparently the Flames were were trying to pull him in or trying to trade for Simmons, and but he wouldn't uh, he wouldn't. Uh, accept his he he invoked the no trade clause so he wouldn't accept the trade to Calgary um, <clears throat> so it's just kind of an NHL network he put that out there uh, I don't know yesterday or, so, or an hour ago or so uh, the Flames had a deal for Simmons worked out with Flyers but Simmons will not waive no trade clause as of now um, and NHL network after like half an hour just uh, <clears throat> said the same thing so I don't know. It looks like they're they're trying. They're I mean we've known for a while they're they're trying to move him. Um, so you're kind of like you're stuck in between giving up on the season and fighting for a playoff spot. And uh, I mean, I guess it kind of if they're willing to trade Simmons just to try and get something back, you kind of you kind of know that they don't have very big expectations for the year. Yeah, right. Like even if they sneak into the playoffs, and like we had been talking about after they got back into it with that that big run that they had, but they're still, they're seven points behind um, Columbus and, and Carolina. Pittsburgh and Carolina. Carolina. And, yeah. Or eight behind Columbus. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh and Carolina. And they still have Buffalo ahead of them too. So, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's an uphill battle with 20 games left. And we had talked about that. It's so hard in the NHL when you fall behind to try and make up points and they had done a good job, but it, it just seems like it was just, it's just too much, for them to overcome. Um, they have two games left against Carolina, one against Columbus, one against Pittsburgh and one against Buffalo. They'd have to win all, all five of those games and win in regulation. Right. To have a chance, especially right. the Carolina, if they beat Carolina two times, they can make up four of those seven points. Um, so, I mean, it, they would have been, they would have been uh, dead in the water if they would have lost on Saturday night. That's for sure. Um, Right, and I still don't think, even though it it, it does seem like a uh, like a challenge to to get into the, one of those wild card spots, but I, I I'm not I'm not calling it quits just yet. Uh, we've seen the runs that we've been able to go on uh, with our win streaks, and and I it's just I it's it's looks looks gloomy, but I, I'm not giving up it, on it. It would yet. take. What do you think? There's 20 games left, so there's 40 possible points. 32 points of the 40. Right. That's that's where I kind of yeah. I think that's where I'm falling. So that would put them at like 97 points, because that means that Carolina 
and Pittsburgh would only accumulate 25 or less points. Um, so I, I, I think thir- at least 32 points is where it has to be. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's it's tough. It's it, it, like you said, it, it it's going to be very very tough. Um, but like you said, with we we need to beat, we need to win those games against those those certain, especially against those certain teams, if we want to climb up the rankings here to catch one of those. Yeah, spots. yeah, you have to win, and you have to win in regulations against the teams that you're trying to catch. Um, right, we can't give them any right. points. It, like it, it was all it was. Look, that game on Saturday was fantastic. Good seeing you. Um, that was, yes. it was a lot of fun. Um, it, it's it's different, right? Like going to that the stadium series game. It's not, it's not like the same. It's not as good of a view as if you were in the in the Wells Fargo Center at an indoor rink. But it's cool. The atmosphere is really, really cool. And uh, oh, it is. Um, it was amazing. It, it was it's amazing. definitely something that if uh, I, if you like hockey at all, um, even if you're not the biggest fan, go right. check out an outdoor game. It, it's a oh, it's a no cool doubt. it's a cool freaking atmosphere. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt about that. Um, and even even with the rain, I, I you know we we were all skeptical uh, if the game was even going to be played on Saturday or pushed to Sunday. Uh, but luckily, Mother Nature held up for a little bit. It did rain, but it was not a downpour like we might have thought it would have been like. Um, but even with the rain, I mean, it was just an amazing atmosphere. Um, great crowd. Um, but and and just um, I mean the uh, the way we want it, and that picture of Giroux, I'm sure most people have seen that. I mean that. First of all, it doesn't even look. It doesn't real. look real, right? It looks fake. No, no, it looks completely fake. But I, I I guarantee you this: I'm getting a print of that and I'm framing it because that is one of the coolest pictures I've like, ever seen. I, I made it my goal yesterday to figure out who the the actual photographer was because NBC Sports Philly right. put it out. I didn't say who the photographer was, and it turns out that it was the uh, it was a guy from uh, USA Sports t- uh, USA Today Sports, and um, oh yeah, it was with a very expensive camera. yeah, and and look obviously, <laughs> but the clarity like I I don't think people under like if you weren't there like it was like a cloud of mist out there, and to yeah, be able to yeah. get that kind of picture with that clarity of g come after he scored the goal uh, it was it was amazing like it's it's like one of those things that like really amazes me that someone was able to do that um it looks it looked like cgi like it, it, like, it looks, looks like, like something from it, like 100 looks like it would be something that was like cgi um it, it didn't look real like at first i thought it was fake when i first saw it and um but it it was it was really, really, really cool. Um, oh, it was. It definitely and, and was. You don't really think you get in your feels for like a picture like that, but it's a. It was cool, man. Like it definitely yeah. was. Um, right. They. Uh, yeah, that was definitely very cool. And uh, it, it looked like they were dead in the water. I mean, down three to one with two with three minutes yes. to go. I mean, they lose that game what ninety nine times out of a hundred against the, right. the Penguins. I mean, how many times have right. we seen that that they actually lose that? Um, right. Maybe, maybe not against other teams because we, we've been known to come back, but against the Penguins. Yeah. Uh, Sidney Crosby usually walks all over us. Um, I mean, he has the most points against us against, than any other team. And 
in, in the league. Um, but yeah, for us to come back and win it the way we did um, in that atmosphere at the link was just, it, just a, a mind boggling experience. Yeah, that, so that photographer is Eric Hartline. It's his at is uh, on Twitter's Hartline picks. Um, he has some really, he's, he's really, really good. Like I, I spent like 45 oh, minutes wow. yesterday going through like his flyers pictures. Like, he, he he's really really talented. Uh, wow, like, that's very cool. But like I, I, you're, that you said, I'm just looking at the picture again. It really looks like it's CGI. Like they, yeah. like this, someone <laughs> yeah. superimposed that body on like a picture. And the best part about right. the picture is Crosby dejected in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that 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 just puts the icing yeah, on top just, of the just, cake. Right just there. perfect, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have. Um, they, I, I think we're going to have a better idea of of where they're going to fall um, after this week because they're going to have – they have some big games coming up tomorrow night there at Buffalo. Now, uh, Scott Gordon came out and said that Brian Elliott was going to play again tomorrow night. I, I, personally, I feel like this the team never learns about – like overworking goalies. So the guy hasn't played in three months. He played a couple games right. for the Phantoms, and now he's played Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and they're going to have him play uh, Tuesday again. Uh, like, right. uh, why did we trade for Cam Talbot? Yeah, and and uh, I, st- I, I thought this as soon as I heard about the trade uh, with Cam Talbot. Um, I, in, in, in my mind, I thought that was purely a signing for Carter. That was a – you know, they were their buddies. They work out together in the offseason – uh, Carter and, and Cam, um, for them to not have even him not see any play between the pipes. I know he had some trouble with his visa on a weekend when they signed him, so we we didn't have him um, for that weekend. But to for him not to play tomorrow, uh, for Cam Talbot not to play tomorrow is really you know it's. You, you got to give it to Ellie. He he's not the fan favorite because um, he's the the older guy and he's battled some injuries and everybody you know the way Carter Hart produced. He's not the fan favorite, um, so everybody always wants to see Carter. But Carter should not have played on Thursday against Montreal. No, no doubt about it. No way. If, in they, hell. if they had any inkling of wanting him to play on Saturday, right? And we had talked about this. Um, I mean, the Flyers PR has never been the best at, at, I mean, I think we can all agree on that, that there was a lot of backlash on, on, before the game. Uh, the people were really upset because people bought tickets because they wanted to see Carter Hart. And, and right. that's very understandable. I mean, it's one of the reasons that people, he's one of the reasons that people are excited about this team. Even if this year doesn't, nothing comes to fruition this year, uh, it, there's hope because in hockey, if you don't have that goalie, there's no hope. And, He's that he looks like he could be that goalie, and um, yeah, it just seems like they like they picked Ellie, and then on Saturday morning he has a lower body injury, and right, um, and I I think something very fishy. I I think uh, you know my opinion is that they came out and said that to quiet the fans because once Scott Gordon came out and announced that Ellie was going to be the starter. Twitter and social media blew up. 
Everybody wants heart. Everybody wanted heart for that game, even though he hasn't produced in the past in the previous games uh, where he where he got pulled. Um, everybody still thought that he would shine, and he, everybody wanted to see him in that atmosphere at that game. Um, and Scott Gordon, even in his inter- interview, said that if he had to go with his no pun intended heart, that he would have started Carter. But it's just the meetings that they had, they thought that Elliott would have been the best uh, best play for that game. Nothing was said in that interview with Scott Gordon about even hinting that Carter Hart had a lower body injury. And then once social media blew up and everybody, you know, was complaining about Elliot starting and that Hart wasn't, then all of a sudden it's this lower body injury. He'll be out for 10 days. Now we're hearing that he could be back this week. Yeah, it, it, it seems, it's awfully convenient. It seems like, look, I, I will say that the last, the, the games last week um, on Tuesday and Thursday, he didn't look, he didn't look like himself. Um, he looked – maybe if it was a step slow or a little un, unsure, but um, the uh, he had no business playing on Thursday. You and I talked about it. Uh, why the hell was he playing anyway on Thursday? Um, right. And it's very short-sighted to worry about winning one game in, in this season to me because if he could, if he could play – I don't care if they win or lose that game. His confidence is the most important thing this season to me. Like, right. uh, yeah. they're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think everyone realizes that. <laughs> like, it's not going to – I wouldn't – I know I know. this but, is like a stretch, but nobody wait, thought the Kings but, would. But, okay, so it, the only chance that they have is if he gets to the playoffs and stands on his head, right? So right. by yeah. killing his confidence, by not playing him in the, in the biggest game of the year – because that's what it is. Like all these guys want to play in this game because it's a novelty, and for him not to play, like that gives him. Look, he's still only what twenty years old. That's a knock to his yeah, confidence. Yep. Um, yeah. So, and especially having the three. Sorry to interrupt, but especially having now three goaltenders right in your in your lineup. And there's a there's there's been some hinting about sending him back down to Lehigh because for their a- AHL playoff push. Um, even though they, they said he would still be a starter for the Flyers, but they're going to send him down, I guess, after his quote-unquote lower body injury and help the Phantoms with the AHL playoffs. Uh, but then what do you do? I mean, what do you do with Cam and, and Elliot? Yeah, that like the worst thing you can do for this kid is yo-yo him back and forth. Like, oh, yeah. that is – it's the dumbest, most short-sighted thing they could possibly do. Like – and right. the most important thing this season is that he comes out unscathed. He comes out more confident and he's ready to go next year. Right. That is the most important thing that the flyers have to do is develop him as a goalie. Um, because it, it, like we always talk about, it is the most important position in hockey, let alone. It may be the most important position in sports. We saw back in the, in the nineties, Dominic Hasek owned the flyers. And he was the only player on Buffalo, it seemed like. Right, right, right. So, they, uh, and that worries me. I, I don't have the utmost faith in, in the organization to in developing a, uh, a goalie. They haven't been able to in a long time. No, no. So, it's... It, yeah, it's it's a it's a sticky situation that they got going on there, and like you said, that could be the dumbest thing 
that the Flyers organization and Scott Gordon can do would be to yo-yo him, as you said, yo-yo Hart back and forth from Phantoms and the Flyers. Um, Yeah, so it it will – it'll go a long way to determine um, the future. Like you said, look, in hockey, it's probably one of the few sports that uh, a a team that can get into the playoffs hot can actually cause some waves. But I don't think just getting in as the the eighth seed is ideal um, to have to play Tampa Bay in the first round of the playoffs. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Definitely, definitely not the most ideal uh, but also, in my opinion, it doesn't matter. The NHL playoffs, the, Lord Stanley, in my opinion, is the most is the toughest trophy to win in any sport. I don't care what anybody says. There's no other sport that has 16 teams make the playoffs. And it the number that's next to that team in the playoffs doesn't right. matter. In my opinion, it doesn't yeah, like matter. In, in basketball, um, it, realistically – uh, Matt, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I just got the tweet. The Wayne train is off to Nashville. Nashville, huh? For what did they? Any Nashville. word on what comes back? I I just I just saw the tweet that said Simmons to Nashville. I did not see anything about uh, what the logistics are of it. All I saw was Simmons to Nashville. He will be reunited with uh, Peter Lavalette, uh, the Flyers' former coach. Um, so the details are coming. Uh, but the, the uh, that's the tweet I just saw. Sad day in for the Philadelphia Flyers fans. Um, he was one hell of a player for us, um, and it's I'm very sad to see him go. Um, but that's the nature so of the business. The what's your opinion? Is it the right move, or it depends on what we got in return? I mean. Uh, even though we probably wouldn't have had him next year. Um, but it, it, like I said, I, the details on it, I, I'd have to see those first. Yeah. I mean, because I, I just, if you're really trying to compete this year, uh, you, you aren't better. To, you aren't better right now than you were 15 minutes ago before he was traded. Uh, right. Right. And because you're not getting, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter who they give you in return. Unless what what they're probably giving you in return is is something for the for the upcoming right. years, and, um, which doesn't help us as of right, right now. And, and which but, is fine. Uh, I just the the biggest the biggest problem a team can do is they can sh- and they've done this um, pre Hextall is straddle being relevant and straddle being like just going into a tank and trying to to build up assets and um, and get better that way. That you you either have right. to be all in or all out, but like, like we were saying right. before, you you said it's the the number in front of the seed doesn't matter in the NHL playoffs, and it's so true because the NBA playoffs may have the same number of teams, but six to seven of those teams aren't going to win the have no chance of winning in the first round anyway, and then realistically, there's only four teams at the most going into every playoffs that are that are actually have a chance at winning the NBA championship. And in hockey, it's not like that. I mean, this year's a little bit of an aberration because I mean, Tampa has been so real, so freaking good, but even they right. in a seven game series in hockey, it's not a guarantee. No, 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 it's not at all. Um, I mean, that proves it even last year with the capitals um, with, and the, and the lightning. So you, 
you know, it's, it's, as long as you can get your feet in the door in the playoffs, then, then you're good. It doesn't matter what, like I said, what number is in front of that team, but it's getting there. That's the tough part. Um, and then just, just working your way through those other teams in the playoffs. Cause if those other, if other, any, any team that gets in the playoffs, they're a damn good team. It doesn't matter what seed they are. Um, and it's very tough to move up those ranks and, and hold up Lord Stanley. I think it's the toughest out of every, every sport, but um then again, I don't play every sport, so. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> so. But I, I agree. I mean, I, I follow all four sports pretty evenly. I mean, the, the lowest one may be, may be baseball, and I still follow it closely. Um, but right. the, it, it's the, it, it's, it's the reason why the NHL playoffs are the best playoffs. The NFL, the NFL, there's a randomness, randomness to it because it's a one game. Anything can happen in one game, but. Yeah. I, there's nothing like the NHL playoffs to me. They're, I oh mean, by the end of the series, the teams absolutely hate each other and they're trying to kill each other, <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the very end, they shake hands, <laughs> and and you know there's some bitterness yep. there, and it's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but I will say, I'm I'm really gonna miss uh, a Simmons. I I loved him. He was he was awesome on this team. I love the guy that could score, but he could throw down and he could throw down with anyone in this league. Um, and, and, oh, yeah. and that was, and that was a, a little bit of a throwback to, to the way that the league's been going now that you could have a, a power forward that was such a prolific score and he could fight anyone on the opposing team. Right. So I guess right. that, I guess with that, yeah. that'll, they'll elevate JVR onto his, into his spot. Cause JVR was playing on the, they would have line. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he, Scott Gord, he does so many different things with the lines. He's always changing them up, but JVR is that style player that, that, that Simmer is. Um, He might not be as tough. He might not be as gritty. I can't say that he's not as tough, but he's not, he's not as willing to go out there and I don't think, I don't think he's, I think it's, it's okay to say that he's not as tough. I don't think, I don't, yeah, okay. I was trying to be nice to JVR because I I like like JVR, but I don't think there's a lot of guys that are as tough as Simmons is. (laughs) No, no, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. There's only probably a couple other guys that are just as tough as Simmons, Revo and Wilson in the league. But, um, yeah, it's a sad day for Flyers fans. And, but you never know. you never know. We might get him back for a year for towards his end of the end of his career. I don't know what his uh, the, the the terms are for his new signing in Nashville, but it's a sad day to, to see Wayne Train uh, head, head not head So down the, the details of the trade are: it's Ryan Hartman and a pick to Philly. What uh, what round of next year? Uh, no word on what round specifically it is. Um, but it's it's a pick and Ryan Hartman. Um, okay. I'll, I'll be honest; I don't I don't know a lot about about Hartman. He's a 24 year old uh, winger. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to. Trying to... I, I think he was was he not was he drafted by Nashville or or, or uh, I guess we, we really don't know. He, the, uh... he was drafted in 2013 by Chicago. He was the first round by Chicago pick. Um, he is. I want to try and get. He's six foot, one hundred and eighty pounds. He's twenty four years old. He's a younger guy, so um, right. Let's see. I, I don't. He's played. He yeah. played twenty. He's played sixty four games for um, Nashville this season. He has ten goals, ten assists. Um, 
So, I mean, it, it, he's a guy that can contribute now. And, right. Uh, but obviously, he's not, not, not going to step into Simmons' uh, no, skates and, no. and be the same guy. I mean, obviously, he's, right, he's a smaller right. guy. He's probably not more many. of a finesse guy. And, and that's kind of the way that the uh, – um, that it's going. I will say that I like his his Twitter handle because it's R Hartsy eighteen. It, it, right? oh. it reminds me of, of Scott Hartnell. Would you like to Would you yeah. like to tell a yeah. happy story, Mike? I would. Yes, I I, I had the uh, opportunity to meet Scott Hartnell at the uh, Stadium Series game. Um, got to take my picture with him. I also got to take my picture from a distance, but I did get Kima Teeman in to look my direction, asked him. It just wasn't a whim. I did ask Kimo, hey, can we get a selfie together? And he turned around, and I got a selfie with Kimo. But Hartnell, Hartnell was such a nice guy, and he was getting oh, bombarded. I, I felt bad for him. Like, like I people did, too. Leave him and, alone. I felt, and, like, I don't no. think half the people recognize Timonen because he's not the biggest yeah. guy. He kind of fits in. He's pretty unassuming. But I, it was really cool. It, those he had those that, guys were sitting in section, what, 108? And they were, like, 30 rows yeah. up. Like, just with the fans. Like, they're like right. hockey players are they're a different breed of professional athletes. They, oh, they they're are. just like they're no like doubt. one of they just want to be like with the fans and Hartnell was really cool. I kind of felt I guess it was his girlfriend. Uh, uh she kind of was probably more annoyed than anyone else because he probably didn't have a chance to talk to her at all all night. But it it was cool. Right. He was um it, you can just tell that he seemed like a cool normal dude and 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 that's that's uh, refreshing. It was it was really cool. He was a really nice guy. Um, and I know him and Kimo are like the best of friends. Um, and it's hard it, Hartnell, Hartnell would have to shave his head if you wanted to at least try not to get recognized in Philly. His hair, I mean, is just, is, it's like a shrine. It just glows. So everybody recognizes him. He's got that oh, yeah. glow. Kimo, Kimo had an Eagles beanie on. So, and a, and a heavy jacket. So maybe he wasn't as recognizable, yeah. but Hartnell but, would have um, to shave his head. It's his only chance. Hartnell would have to shave his head and uh, wear a beanie and a, and a full face mask <laughs> if he didn't want to get recognized. Really, but he was a cool dude. As we were walking out, I was walking next to him and just kind of talking to him. Um, it wasn't like a serious conversation, but we were walking out of the stadium together, and I was just kind of standing there talking to him as we were walking out. And he was just a just a really cool guy. You know, he easily could have said, "You know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not take any more pictures because we were. I was oh. watching and." I mean, he he would get out of his seat, and just fans were just yeah. Every every time he I left mean, the seat, he was taking at least five to ten minutes oh, of pictures yeah. with people. Which look right after a while, like especially when you're just trying to like go to the bathroom or get a drink or something like that. But but they were but he yeah. was really cool and like I, I, he's one of those guys that um, they loved him in Philadelphia. And when Philadelphia fans love you, they are like they they never oh, they yeah. don't give it like they don't give up on it like they. They loved him. You can't and, like, do even wrong. Even the Penguins, there were even some Penguins fans taking pictures with him. Yeah. And, and I think, like, one yeah. of those guys that, like, you absolutely hated when – I'm sure they hated him when he played for the Flyers. But there's, like – there was, like, a respect because he was, like, a – he was a gritty, tough guy. And he was – he would get underneath your skin. But he was a good player. And I, I loved – I loved Hartnell. I, I love Simmons. And I, it's a shame that, that they had to trade away Simmons. I think – I think it's going to hurt them. They're, they are a lot – they're not as tough – today as they were on saturday um that's for sure no. but um but that's the way it is um i think they they what they brought up uh sam Morin was called up to the team today right yes he was yep so i'll be interested to see how 
how he contributes. Um, I, I want to see these young going forward to me. The most important thing is developing heart and developing these defensemen. We have all these young defensemen and it's time to get them playing together. And, and look, our defensive, our defensemen are going to be cheap for the next three or four years. So they're, they're going to have the opportunity to go out there and, and get some, some free agent uh, forwards to help uh, solidify the scoring. Right. So I just see the, uh, the terms uh, for the simmer deal is Hartman and it's a fourth round 2020 conditional pick. So, yeah. So it'll probably be, if they resign him, it'll jump up to like the second round. Or something right. Like that. But in my eyes, I, I mean, like, like we said, we don't know a whole lot about Hartman, but I don't think it, we're getting a whole lot for simmer, but it, at least we're getting something. Um, because at the end of this year, we he would have just been a free agent and we would have got nothing for it. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to hold off to see if, if that's actually all it is. Cause sometimes these trades that get in at the very end, um, sometimes there's some change, um, just cause it's, it's chaos before that trade deadline, especially it seemed like there were a bunch of trades going down at the, uh, the very end. Right. So, so big week ahead. Uh, I think we'll have a better understanding of, of where the team is after this week. Uh, they, they need to, they need to take five out of six points this week. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I don't think there's any question uh, that that's what it needs to be. I don't, they can't keep skating, but just barely picking, just barely gaining points. They need to have a, a run where they go like eight, one and one in the next 10 games to jump back in so that uh, they can put some pressure on the teams ahead of them. Right. So there is, there is, um, very, I know I'm sweating bullets over here with the, each game remaining. You know, with this, with with this points that we need to, to uh, catch up in one of these spots, but it's going to be a tough road ahead of us. Um, but we'll see what happens. All right, Flyers fans. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, that's the end of this pod for today. We will um, get a new pod out for you this weekend after we uh, play these next couple games and continue to discuss the Flyers push for the playoffs. Um, So join us this weekend on the case of tasty cakes. Um, Thanks for listening. It's Philadelphia Flyers hockey.